Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Den, and in studio, I've got Josh Chavez. And through the magic of Skype, we've got Caboose. Caboose, how are you doing? Doing good. Glad to be back, and uh, pretty big news day. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of slow earlier in the week. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what's, what's going to happen? Yeah. Nothing, what, nothing to talk about. And then suddenly in the last few days, a lot of stuff dropped. This Let's, let's start off this one thing. It's not the biggest topic. Um, it's probably not going to grab the most headlines or whatever. But I just thought this was very interesting, especially because uh, you know we're here in Hollywood, where you know Collider, you know, uh, started off and is still with, with the entertainment world. The WGA has dropped the awards for game writing, which I find yeah kind of silly, really. Yeah, they they they've decided that. You know, there won't be a video game writing award in 2020 and that maybe it will return in the future when there's a critical mass of video games covered by the WJ in order to provide a meaningful award selection process, which is like crazy because games nowadays are much more cinematic, much more storytelling telling driven. And there's just so many, you know, like with last year we had God of War, we had... um Red Dead Redemption 2, we have, you know, next year we're going to have Last of Us Part 2, we're going to have Cyberpunk 27. How is video games not going to be recognized for achievement? I mean, I think it's yeah. I think it's laziness. It's it's in the statement itself. They they they're basically just saying, "Oh, we don't have somebody to review the games." That's basically what they're saying. Mm-hmm. What, like, what's your take? Definitely enough games. I think I think this is super lame, especially with with Last of Us Two right on the horizon, yeah. mm-hmm. and like with how good that game was, and especially with Last of Us, the, the first game, that's like some of the best writing I've seen in any medium. So, well, that that won one of the awards, one of the screenwriting, yeah, yeah right, one of the right. WGA so, awards. I mean, it should this, yeah, this is this is super lame, if you ask me. Okay, so uh, Portal and Half Life uh, writer 
uh, Chet Falzik. He tweeted out, he's like, I've ne- I'll never, I've never joined the WGA and never will. To win this award, you have to be a member. When they asked us to join so we could win, we could pay dues, but not vote. Because game writing isn't real writing, not like a short story published in a zine read by 12 people. So, hey, join our guild. Pay to join our <laughs> guild. But don't but do not do anything on the guild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to include these uh, members and they're paying their dues, they should have the full extent to be able to vote and everything. I and, agree. Yeah, yeah, to do everything else everyone else does. Mm. Don't, you know, they can't be like half members or whatever. Mm. You know, I think they're it's it's a big loss for them as well because it's it's such a an easy way to get a whole new group of people interested in writing as well. Mm. You know what I mean? And to get people interested in the WGA. Like I only heard about the WGA when I moved here. I moved to LA, you know mm. what I mean? It's It just seems like a bad market move from my point of view. Yeah, for people who don't know, the WGA is the Writing Guilds of America, uh, America, which there's the PGA, the Producers Guild of America, the DGA, the Directors Guild of America. uh, The SAG is the the Screen Actors Guild. So there's all these guilds and associations for writers, directors, actors, producers, and whatnot. And these these groups are supposed to – you know, help one another by being a, sol- a group where, like, if the writers go on strike, right? Mm. It's the WGA that kind of votes on that and decides whether or not they're going to do it and what what are their demands and all this stuff. So, in in, in theory, this you know, it's obviously a good thing for writers uh, or any other of the other guilds, so that you know they don't get walked over. You know, well, I, yeah. There's a lot of pluses and minuses to joining any kind of. Um, well, it's a union, you know. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. I mean. I don't. I don't know, man. Like now that I think about it, I guess there's not really. There, well, there is no like. As far as I know, there's no specific union just for video game writers. No. So I. I, can, I mean, there's no yeah. union for video game workers at True. all. So that, that's yeah, been yeah, a big that's complaint. That's why they get screwed a lot, I guess, with, with crunch time. Yeah, and mm. so, you know, so being part of something like the WGA, there's definitely a lot of benefits. I think it's overall a good thing. I think they're just kind of a little. Maybe oh, here, maybe they're understaffed. I don't well, know. here's a, a a quote from the director of Last of Us Part Two, uh, Neil Druckmann. He said, "Very disappointing at the WGA for removing the video game category from their awards. A misguided slap in the face for writers in games." Mm. Yes, I agree with that. So especially, yeah, especially right before the game comes out as well. Like they worked so yeah. hard on that, you know. And they 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 got they got the previous award. They they know that they probably would have gotten another award as uh-huh. well. So it really is a slap in the face. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I feel like uh, the kind of the skills and the artistry of video games are just kind of being underappreciated. There's a lack of respect for sure, yeah. Yeah, especially, you know, it's 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 gone so much further than – I mean, I understand before when, you know, a game is, let's say, a platformer, right? It doesn't mm. really ha- – it has like a yeah. basic storyline. This person needs to go save this person. Right, but when you when you have pages, when you have like fucking like six hundred pages of script writing, like if you read, if you played all the way through Red Dead Redemption two, you know that is that is like seasons worth, of, like that's like a whole season worth of of, of writing, and it's, and it's all excellent yeah. writing as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I just wanted to talk about that. I think it's a, you know, it's, a, it's yeah. I think it's a good topic. Obviously, it's still related. Yeah, so, and I just I just don't think just, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think the Riders Guild just needs to get some some fresh blood in there, some young blood. You know, it's yes, it's, they're, they're they're very old school. Like from what I've heard from mm-hmm. at, from uh, friends of mine who are writers yeah. and who have joined, they're just well. I mean, the very, academy yeah. itself is old school. A lot of these, a lot like of these things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Hollywood is, is not always the when it comes to. The newest things, whether it's technology or until it starts or, making a lot of money, they don't. And, but it does make a lot of money, That's which a blows thing. my mind. It's it's a huge industry. Like, I mean, these games are pumping out more money than most of their scripts are pumping out. You know, it's. But remember, this is something they they don't know. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why they need that new blood, man. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's move on to the next topic we have a death stranding trailer uh mm. that actually makes sense <laughs> um it was mo- the most straightforward it, it was also the shortest you know it was, it was a very short trailer yeah. basically showing norman reedus's character basically he's got to connect the world and these people are trying to stop him they made it very very yeah. simple he's a delivery boy yeah <laughs> yeah um you know I, I figured they'd have to at some point well, I mean, it's been a good marketing plan so far because it's every single time they've released any kind of like footage or anything, mm-hmm. there's more questions than answers, and that has people talking about it a lot more. So it's definitely a great marketing plan. Um, when, when's the release date again? It's uh, next month, November eighth. Yeah, 8th? so um, yeah, it makes sense yeah. for them to bring this out then now, so that we can finally get the gist of things. And like, it's a fer- it's a fairly simple question they answered <laughs> us, you know, which like, what do you do? What <laughs> what is it like? Essentially, what are you doing? You know. Yeah, and in yeah. a minute they kind of told us that, which is it's nice. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's clips of like footage we've seen before, but now it's put in a sequence of order that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes, and it, you know, eventually, because like all those other ones, those are great for the hardcore gamers, the people who are going to buy this anyways, uh, based right. on Hideo Kojima's. Uh, Just based history. on him, yeah. yeah. Based on the fact that Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yes. Uh, and those are great for him, Gil- for those fans. Yeah, Gilmore Del Toro, yeah. Norman, but, Norman Reedus, lots of good faces, yeah. But yeah. for the average gaming fan, right, the one that doesn't really, isn't really into those type of games or... or, or, hasn't, or hasn't been, a, like, yeah. somebody who hasn't played, like, a shit Metal ton, Gear, exactly. Gear Solid, that type of stuff, it's for them... To see and go, oh, okay, cool. That looks pretty cool. And now I get the gist of the what what this guy is doing, especially with Norman Reedus's uh, mainstream broad appeal. You know, mm-hmm. he yeah. he is, you know, arguably the most famous face on in The Walking Dead, or maybe he's just the maybe not the most famous because you have uh, what's her face, uh, Denai Guerrero had, had yeah, left. He, he, he did. He I did think he's Black definitely Panther. one of the, the more like fan favorite characters. Yes. obviously he's a bit more. Which iconic. I know I'll never understand. All he does on that show is not shower and walk around <laughs> with a crossbow. Whenever it's I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I whenever I think of Norman Reedus, I just think of Blade Two. Like, oh really? Yeah, he was he was. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Throwback. Yeah, that's a callback. <laughs> yeah, man, he was. He, no, he was great in Blade Two. Um, and then he has yeah. a he has a cool uh, he had a cool TV show about riding mo- motorcycles with friends and stuff. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I mean, um, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. The, the trailer, tra- trailer, trailer looks good. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you what. Um, probably gonna get some hate for this in the comments and stuff, mm-hmm. but. The more that I start seeing, like the more that I see from Death Stranding, the kind of less interested I become mm-hmm. from like just like I don't know. I just I'm less impressed from the game. Uh, the gameplay doesn't look good to me at all. Mm-hmm. If you're asking me, I, I I'm not 
Well, I mean, that, that, was, that, that wasn't gameplay like footage. That was a big draw point for this game. Um, I'm still going to get it because it's Hideo Kojima and he's he's a master. And, you know, the story's going to be great. You know greats. that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know about this. I, I, I hope that people don't just ride the hype of it being from Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. and, and actually try and look at this and see what they what they genuinely think because I'm scared that it's going to come out and it might be it might be pretty good mm-hmm. but everyone's going to say it's a masterpiece because it's Hideo Kojima you mm-hmm. know so I, I don't know I don't know maybe I'm alone in this I wonder what other people think but I I'm just like my hype is starting to die down mm-hmm. for Death Strand. see for me and maybe a little opposite where I am very interested in it but I am okay. not a Hideo Kojima like fanboy because I just I played a few of the Metal Gear games, but not a lot. So right. for me, like, I'm more interested in this actually because of kind of who he's brought together on this game, mm-hmm. you know, with Norman Reedus and um, Guillermo del Toro, Mads Mikkelsen, and uh, uh, what's his name? What's that director's name? Nicholas Winding Rapper. Yeah, Nicholas Winding yeah. It's just like that odd, like, it just seems so odd to me. It's very interesting. Now, obviously, when I play it, and if I if I don't like the gameplay or I don't like the story, I'm going to say so. Right, uh, right. I just haven't. It's it's just so. I don't know. Like, like I know so little about this game, you yeah. know that like once I get into that, that's when I can judge more. Yeah, the the marketing has definitely worked on you, and I, I I see where you're coming from, Caboose. For me as well, it's like I wouldn't say that the hype has died down for me, but it's just there's. I actually know that's probably exactly it. I was going to say there's less hype for me. It's but that's a, <laughs> that's that's a problem when people announce a game like years ahead of the time, and I, I get that they have to do that for financing purposes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To yes. get more finances, to get more funds, to finish the game. So we got to show it off, make get the higher ups happy. But then it's one of those things where I was like, I was I've been stoked for this game for a while, where I'm like kind of running out of the energy to be excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah. I, I remember like the, the trailer we just looked at. That wasn't gameplay footage. Um, it's uh, have we seen yeah, any game actual cinematic. yeah have yeah, we seen yeah. any actual gameplay yeah, footage just gameplay footage okay we, we have yeah yeah I mean it, but is it, you don't know what he's doing like he yeah, goes true. over maybe like puts a ladder on some mountains and climbs up I mean the the com the combat from that trailer if if the combat's anything like that the combat does look quite interesting I'd like to see the different weapons they come out with and mm-hmm. things like that um yeah I, I think the story is going to be kick ass but. I'm, you know, no, I'm pretty sure that everyone's gonna review this like fairly. They're not gonna be sitting there with like rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. on, you know. Yeah, no, it'll get a fair review. Yeah. It'll get a fair shakedown. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, to the next topic: Recon, Ghost Recon Breakpoint released today. Uh, I haven't had heard too much about it. it. Hasn't it's not causing much of a? I don't know. Mm. Like, like a social media storm, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the, what the I've, trailer did, like when the yes, trailer dropped. When the trailer ago, did, yeah. yes, with John Bernthal and everything looked really cool. But in terms of the game itself, uh, from what I've read so far, is people are like, it's good, it's fun, it's just like the other ones, just a little bit bigger, a Pretty little more. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there isn't too much new to it, and not that that's like a terrible thing, but just that's why it's like if you like the other ones, you like you'll like this one. Yeah. Have you guys, hey, Caboose, have you been hearing anything about uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint? I mean, I've seen a couple of mixed reviews. I haven't seen anything too overwhelmingly negative, mm-hmm. which I guess is a good thing. Um, I, I do want to play it. I just, uh, that was just another game where I wasn't overly excited for it. 
Uh, it looked pretty good. Obviously, John Bernthal's the man, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to see like what his performance was in the game. But you know, looking at the Metacritic and and seeing what some people are saying online, it doesn't look like it's been the best. Like it's not it's not getting crazy rave reviews mm-hmm. from what I could tell. So yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, are any one of you guys planning on getting it? I I was until I saw the reviews. Okay. Ooh. You know, it's, I mean, like like it's like you said, it's not anything. I was hoping for something new. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's yeah. what I was kind of hoping for. And having a, I mean, if 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 you'll allow me to read this out script from one of the reviews, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't make me want to play it because I, I hate these like errand running games. Where this is what one of the reviewers said from IGN: uh, the majority of my breakdown experience can be summed up as follows: one, select a mission; two. Open the map and find the destination icon. Three, fast travel to the, uh, the campsite closest to it. Four, set up a temporary camp so I can call in a vehicle from my garage. Five, summon my vehicle to use it to fly the remaining one or three kilometers to the objective. Six, <laughs> land on the outskirts of the enemy camp. Seven, go prone, pull out my drone, <laughs> that rhymes, and start, start marking targets for clarity and a shitload of XP. Start sniping people. Nine, once everyone or thing is dead, I jaunt through the urban graveyard, opening chests, collecting clues to further completely op- to further a completely optional investigation system, and picking up intel items to reveal other collectibles to go find. Ten, repeat. It's the ten that got me. <laughs> like I was like, oh man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so know? that's the thing. Is like uh, the thing that people when they play games is like obviously that game loop of the game mechanic of how you mm. fight is. Is very similar, but the way people get keep playing a game is that you can do different and new mm-hmm. things and there's, within there's, it. Yeah. There's also the case of if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, I guess, which is also yeah. something they're kind of looking at. Like it's like it's yeah, it's not fresh, but I mean, if, if the diehard fans are gonna love it, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a lo- there's loads of customization options. Um, I remember them saying that if it's a game you haven't haven't played before, it's uh-huh. going to take you like a good four hours, maybe like like or so to like figure out everything how the game works. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then again, it's like uh, a Border, Borderlands Three that came out. It still had some error, like some like errand uh, running quest. You know, like go deliver the thing, go go here, shoot mm-hmm. the people there, come back just to find it. You got to go all the way back there again. But at the end of the day, you're playing it because the gameplay is fun. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think uh, for me, rather than buying it, I'm going to go see if a, a friend has it, mm-hmm. try it out there first, and then see if I want to try it out. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the what I heard was the co-op is fun. Yeah, the that's co-op true, is yeah. fun, which is you know always can change like a mediocre game to much better. Exactly. If you got company, you got good company. Then yeah. yeah, you know. Um. So, yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's one of those issues of, I mean, less about money and more about time like mm-hmm. oh am i gonna invest x amount of hours into this game because they don't seem like quick things you can just hop in and out of yeah it's like because there's so much and remember games aren't like movies or whatever mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. uh you can just oh it's a two hours either it's good or it's not but you didn't waste that much time yeah. tv's a little different because like if you want to get fully invested in television series it's you know you several, several like hours. two or three episodes at least yeah yeah um video games <laughs> different you know you got to Engage how many 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours? Like usually like 50 to 60 hours. You know, which is yeah. a good thing if the game is great, you know? Um, but that kind of, I don't know, that that kind of acceptance of that, like, okay, I'm going to sit down and try and play this game is, is not there. Um, speaking of uh, games that can suck away your time, 
Apex Legends Season <laughs> 3. Uh, yeah. Caboose, have you, have you been on since it's been released? No, I really wanted to, to get some time to play it, though, because it looks really cool. I've watched a lot of streams and uh-huh. watched a lot of people who are playing it, and the new map looks awesome. Oh, I think yeah. they added the, the new charge rifle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that that's, that's fun. That's fun. I, I was playing around with it yesterday. Right, right. Yeah. I remember that from Titanfall. That that, that weapon was awesome. Um, but yeah, like everything looks really, really fun about it, and I definitely want to jump in. Josh messaged me uh to, to ask for my gamer tag so so we'll hopefully uh yeah. get some games in soon accept my friend request so we can play, <laughs> play some apex <laughs> i just never log on my playstation i'll i'll, I'll, I'll accept you tonight I'll accept okay, you hell tonight. yeah yeah I've, i played a little of it it's interesting because it's like it's a brand new map and yeah. so like i don't know where anything is not like i was an expert at the old map anyways but at least <laughs> i kind of knew where stuff was yeah. This one is I have no clue, well, it's right? Like a, it's like a hard reset for everyone, which is fair at least, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm like running around with no weapon, you know. <laughs> Where's the loot? Where's yeah, the exact, loot? Exactly. Um, but it, you know, it's cool. It's it, you know, it's it's much brighter. You know, when you you, you do your drop off, like you it, can look it at the looks map. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh wow, this is a big where, where you know the the first map. Not that it was exactly the same, but, but it had the same look it to everything. One, it had one so, color palette. Yes. Yeah. So question, did they get rid of the first map, or is that still available? Well, on, on the game, you can't select the first map, but I, I mean, they're not going to like fully get rid of it. I think, um, if anything, hopefully they'll bring out modes where you can choose between the two maps. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like. Cause I, I thought that yeah. was what, what happened. No, you, you can only play the new map now. Yeah, when you click ready, they throw you right in the what? new map. Yeah. It's, it's that in the ranked mode, like a... Well, from the last time I played the ranked mode, it looks like they got a new ranked mode as well. Um, huh. Or like they updated the ranked mode. And then they just they want people to play it, to give it a chance, you know what I mean? Because you know how really some, people, some people don't like change, and exactly, so this like yeah. forces them to be like, Maybe, no, you're yeah. going to play this. Maybe a month later they bring it back. Or I'd I'd be I'd be interested to see them like fuse up some of the options. Like I I found the old map a little boring compared to this map, but there are certain locations on the old map that I miss a lot, mm-hmm. and I'd love to see them like throw the. Oh, actually, you know what? The new map's so full, I, you wouldn't be able to find space to put it on there. I, but I'm just really surprised that they ended up deciding to do this because I thought mm-hmm. I thought that you know you could just choose whatever map, just kind of like what PUBG did, where I think PUBG's got like three different maps you can mm-hmm. play on now, yeah, and you can choose you can them. search them individually. So. I don't know. I think that's 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 pretty weird. Hopefully, people are, you know, there's a bit of an uproar about it, so that they bring back the original. I think, I think they will eventually. They, they yeah. have to, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it is just you know the new season launch. They want everyone to because I guess you know if they had Kings Canyon still in the game, everyone's going to be playing the new map anyways because it's new. Hmm. So maybe this was just the idea of let's take out the old map for now, let everyone enjoy the new stuff. And then in a little bit, we'll bring back the original map, which hopefully is the plan. Because hopefully, yeah. Although I would like to try out the new map, I'm sure for myself, inevitably, there would be a point where I'm like, you know what? I want to jump back into Kings Canyon because there are a lot of locations that I really love from that mm-hmm. original Apex map. Oh, yeah. I like Bunker. Bunker was one of my favorite spots. Did you yeah. buy the season pass? I almost did last oh, night, actually, but then uh, I stopped playing. <laughs> but I'm—I think I'm going to the uh-huh. the, pre- the previous season pass uh, mm-hmm. definitely caught my eye, and this uh-huh. season this season pass looks pretty good too. So I think I'm actually going to do it. Also, like I'm not the best at this game, so it takes me forever to grind like um, the 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 materials needed to be able to unlock mm-hmm. the next character. And I really want to play as Crypto, so I'm just 
I'm either just gonna yeah. buy. I'm either just gonna buy crypto. How much is it? Is it nine ninety nine? Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's basically it's the, yeah. It's the same as any other like battle yeah, pass. Really, that's not that bad. So I'm considering either getting the battle pass or just straight up buying crypto. And then if you buy the battle pass, it does it doesn't unlock the older character. Let's say you didn't buy season one, you didn't buy season two. You only buy season three. Are you only going to get crypto, or are you going to get the no, other ones? Well, well, you don't get crypto, as far as yeah, I know. Crypto, oh, you, you can purchase, yeah. or you can you can use the in-game currency like that oh, you okay. earn to be able Which, to unlock him, right? Through the battle pass, you can earn more of that oh, in-game I currency okay. to, okay. to be able to buy because you'll get more Apex packs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to get the, the crafting materials needed to buy any of the characters you haven't bought yet. I still don't have Watson, for instance. I've been saving up for Watson for a while mm-hmm. now. Uh, but now I'm probably going to get crypto instead. I just ended up not instead. getting Watson because she seemed more geared towards like the competitive play. Mm, very and, defensive. And it, yeah. it was just it was a character that obviously is very useful to any team, especially but late game. Not my play style. Like you know? she she's she's amazing to use late game because the circle's so small. And exactly. Those um yeah. you know, the, her abilities are amazing there. Yeah, I uh, I saw a lot of cool gameplay with crypto involving mm-hmm. the drone. Like it looks like a lot of fun. Um, if you're not good at multitasking, don't do it. <laughs> but if you can, if, uh, but if you can, man, it's it's great as well. And then uh, the drone has this thing where it's like uh, it's like an an EMP essentially, and mm-hmm. uh, that thing sucks. <laughs> it affects everyone. So if the drone goes down and you're near it, oh man, that just blows. Hopefully they nerf that because it's a little OP. Is it? Okay. Yeah, in my opinion. All right. Um, how many? There's like what four unlockable characters now. Let's see, yeah. If you didn't get the uh, initial... There was the two unlockable characters the game started with, which was Mirage and uh, Caustic. Then they released uh, Watson, and now they... Re- no, so, no then, then they released... Um, I'm forgetting uh, I'm forgetting its name right now. Uh, the one character I have... Every, people in the comment section are getting upset right now. Yeah. Why can't I... Yeah, why can't I remember his name um, either? Hold on. It's like, I gotta search this up. Oh, man. Octane, <laughs> Octane. There we go. Octane. So there was there Octane, then, <laughs> then Watson, and now Crypto. So there's five unlockable characters in total now. Okay, yeah. um, but most people got the first two playing the first game because uh, if you're right. if you're a new player, you you get Apex packs like every level, whereas once you get to a higher level, you only get them like every ten levels or so. Yeah, yeah. That's when it got it gets, starts getting difficult. Apparently, to get the there's crafting a point materials. where you just stop getting them all together. Oh yeah, once you're the, yeah once that's that's when you have to get the battle pass. Kind of forces you at that point. I think that's super lame. Yeah, no, I I agree. I I, I agree, but I also see where they're coming from at that point. I wish what they did. I wish they did similar to what Fortnite does, where at the start of every new season, your level is reset. Yes, so, and that's what everyone kind of assumed that they were going to do. When I remember when the first battle pass was coming out, everyone's like, "Okay, you know, let's get to 100 now, so you can get the little badge, you know, a little icon on your on your player card, and then and then reset. You know, your your level's going to reset, mm-hmm. but it didn't. And and I think that's especially considering that you inevitably just stop earning apex packs after leveling up altogether. I think that is a terrible terrible business practice that is an ea decision right there and i think that's super super lame and i hope that someone puts their foot down at respawn and says no at the start of every new season everyone's going to get reset back to level zero so then they can earn apex packs leading up to a level 100 all over again i think that's fair i think that's a that's, that's a nice way to keep your players interested to keep your players grinding for something even if they don't get the battle pass because the the non paid tiers in the battle pass they're not that great. Like, let's yeah. just be honest. They, they don't really give you anything. You're not getting anything out of the Battle Pass. And this applies to Fortnite as well. You're not really getting much out of the Battle Pass unless you're paying for it. So if, if a player like me who plays Apex, who I was very much into it when it first came out, but now I play it a little more casually, just a here and there kind of thing. A player like me, I don't have the time to want to invest into the Battle Pass, so I'm not really going to pay for the Battle Pass. 
but I still want to like level up and earn stuff from the game and get stuff get from the characters. From new characters. Yeah, like I, I think that that it's really really stupid. You know, that, I I didn't even consider it until you brought it up, but like it's yeah. it's it just dawned on me that's really messed up if I think about yeah. it. Like, because they're going to yeah. keep bringing out new characters, they're not going to stop. And at some point in time, if you never buy the battle pass, you're just screwed. You know, you're, you're never going to get to play as the new characters unless you like you fork out the ten bucks to uh, pay for them cash. You know. And and I understand that because it's this free to play game, and because they're updating it constantly, and they're adding free updates. Like the characters are dropping in free, technically, I guess you could say, considering that you have to unlock them. It needs to be funded in some way. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but I just feel like this is the wrong way to go about it. You yeah. know, I feel like this is just the, it's a little too much of a shady business practice, whereas there could be a, a healthy balance here. They, they could make the battle pass a lot more appealing. I will say that like, yes. it was the previous season. I, I looked the, I looked at the battle pass and I was like, this is something I might get this time. It's, I feel the same way. I still don't feel like very much inclined to get it, mm-hmm. but I still feel like, okay, this is, I mean, it's better than the first season. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I still don't know if it's like worth the 10 bucks. That's that's that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like every yeah. time I get like to click the button to buy the battle pass, I'm like, is it worth the ten bucks? You know. See, I, I remember the first battle pass was atrocious. Oh and yeah, that's, that was that's horrible. Almost entirely the reason I stopped playing the game because I was riding the the tsunami of hype that was Apex Legends when the game first came out. I remember I was at like two thousand kills, like super quick. Nice. I had over a hundred wins. Me and my squad were going nuts. With the game, mm-hmm. and then that battle pass dropped, and I was like, "Man, this this is lame. This sucks. Like there is there is nothing here," uh, and it just completely killed all the hype that I had for the game, which is unfortunate. Um, I still play it, I still enjoy it, but I feel like they they really shot themselves in the foot with the uh, with just the lack of quality in that first battle pass. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I feel like they've been trying to recover, and I think. The reason Fortnite is so successful with each season and with each battle pass that they released, they got a healthy amount of really cool skins. You know, obviously they have a ton of other cosmetic items that you can use in the game: the pickaxes, the gliders, this, the, that, the, and the, the other. dancing, the emotes. I mean, yeah, that, like that's a big thing. Apex, yeah, Apex has cashed in a little bit on that as well. I see, like you know, you have the little the drop down trails and stuff, or like the skydiving trails and stuff. That stuff is great, and that stuff is like it's cool, nice little cosmetic items to get, but. Then there's also the challenges that you can do in Fortnite. You know, there's the weekly challenges yeah. where you got to find – there's, like, little hidden things surrounded around the map. There's, like, certain objectives you got to complete, get a certain amount of kills with weapons or whatever it might be. They have very interesting challenges, that's for sure. It, it, it right. keeps you on your toes. It keeps you interested. Uh, right. back, back when I was still playing a lot of Fortnite, the 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 hidden – like, finding the hidden battle stars and things like that, that was – I love yeah. that stuff, you know? That was fun. It was and a lot of fun. Apex does have a bit of that. I see that they do the, their challenges as well. That's that's there. I just don't feel it's as engaging, mm. and it they're a little easy as much. They're you know, they're a little easy as well if you think about yeah. it. Like I had a challenge the other day, which was just play as Caustic for one match. I didn't even have to <laughs> yeah. win. All, all, technically, all I had to do was drop down and die, and the challenge was done. Like, nah. yeah. So it's unfortunate. I, I I still think Apex is a great game. I'm not I'm not trying to harp on it too much. But uh, but there are still a couple of things they just they mm-hmm. gotta they gotta figure out. I guess they're also on the on the point of like they're worried of like because I think that uh, the battle pass would be a lot more appealing if they added emotes and dances. But then it's a thing of like people are going to be saying you're ripping off uh, Fortnite mm-hmm. and like they don't want to go into that territory. And I completely yeah, get that. Yeah. But there's got to be another way. They've got to be able to make things somewhat interesting. I mean, they have the finishers, right? That's yeah. Th- those came with the game though already. Yeah, they kind of. But- 
I guess they could add new ones. Yeah, You're right. that's what yeah. I'm saying. They could add new ones or sell new ones or whatever, earn new mm-hmm. ones, something like that. That'd be cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next up, we've got this is something we kind of predicted. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming to the PC. Yeah. Uh, they're actually giving some bonuses for anyone who pre purchases the game on the Rockstar's PC launcher uh, starting on October 9th. Um, yeah, I guess there was like some data miners that found evidence pointing towards a PC version. Of, I mean, the thing is, you don't even need a data mine. I mean, said, obviously, <laughs> when, when, when they had a, a, a launcher and they were giving away free stuff, it's like, okay, why are they making a launcher now and giving away free stuff? Oh, because they're going to release their latest, biggest game well, if, on the PC. Of, <laughs> speaking of launchers and mm-hmm. where it's going to be available on PC. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Epic Games Store? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I mean, also, like I said, it's something that didn't need to be data mined because all of Rockstar's previous successful games are on PC as well. Like, obviously, and then also the the huge amount of people who can't wait to mod this game. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I can't, like, as silly as it sounds, but I can't wait to, like, run around as Super Mario on a horse. You know what I mean? And go do cowboy things as Super Mario. But the first, it's weird because the first Red Dead wasn't on the PC. Mm-hmm. Isn't it on PC now? I mean, it might be now, but I know yeah. when it first came out, it was it was not. Yeah, I mean, same with the, a lot of their previous games, yeah. like the Bully game as well. But a lot of their games, I think pretty much all their previous successful games are on PC right now. I mean, the, the, yeah. they're not so limited where the game's still coming on Steam. It's just yeah. delayed, right? It, it's like they're doing basically exclusive, exclusive window yeah. on their own to see how that goes. I think they want to see what percentage are they going to sell on there. I wonder what launcher. The point, what's the point of them making their own launcher? Like, because, because they don't have to give the royalties. Oh, yeah, Steam you're, you're is thirty right, freaking right. percent, right? So they want to see what percentage can they sell on their own versus. And they got very successful games, so it's it's plausible. And Steam. I, so, I, like, yeah. it, so they're going to determine: is it worth it for them to put it on other platforms, or to just to keep it? Um, yeah, I could see. I could see Blizzard doing the same thing in the future. It's it's going to be actually for Google Stadia. Oh, that makes that that makes sense though as well. Yeah. I don't know what the cut is on Google Stadia, but but for Steam, yeah, it's seventy thirty. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it's yeah. going to be better than Steam. They have to. They got to be better than the competitors. I don't know. If it's going to be better than uh, the Epic launcher, which I know the Epic launcher definitely gives the developers a much better deal. Yeah, they get like uh, eighty two or something like that. Yeah, eighty two, eighty three, something like that. So they'd have to combat that. Well, actually, I don't know because they have their own. If they're having their own console, maybe maybe not. Yeah, uh, what do you think, Caboose? This was this was definitely like a no brainer thing. I I had heard about this um, earlier this year through through someone who said that yes, it exists. So, I, I mean, but again, I I don't think there was anyone out there who was very surprised no. that this is being announced. I think everyone knew that inevitably Red Dead Two would be coming to PC. I'm just surprised it was a whole year later. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think this is what they did for GTA Five as well. I think they ended up having like a yeah. very similar they they, fo- they focused a lot on the online first they wanted to yeah. make, make sure that yeah. that's perfect before getting it on pc i think i think as well was it right around the time that they had announced the next gen port when they announced like the pc port as well where they said like yes you, know, you can get it on next gen and you're gonna have the first person mode and everything so yeah they came out I nevertheless, think, I, yeah they came out with the ps4 release i think you're right yeah yeah, yeah. so so nevertheless pc version is great i think we all saw it coming it's going to be on a ton of different launchers it will end up on steam uh, so it's this December, December, I believe. It yeah, is. December. I think Stadia, November. Epic, so, I think, is right off the bat because 
I was wrong. It's actually eighty-eight percent. So you're mm-hmm. you're losing yeah. only losing twelve percent compared to that's 30. great though. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so yeah. I understand. Uh, I, I guess it's good that it is coming out on Steam this year. So that's probably why there isn't as much of an outcry that it's mm. going to end up on like you know all the other different launchers beforehand. Um, oh, those yeah, launchers! I, oh, those like, launchers! Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, I those free click, launchers are so pesty. Button. It's too much. It's too much for me to handle. Yeah. Um, uh. But yeah, this is great news. I want to see you know what what a beefy PC is going to be able to make this game look like. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Oh yeah. As great as the game already looks, it's going to look even better mm-hmm. if somebody's got a monster PC that can run this thing on max settings. And then I hope that this also kind of like revitalizes the game, you know, breathes new life into mm-hmm. it because I feel even though they got Red Dead Online, you know, up and running and everything and they're doing all that they're doing with the game and adding constant updates to it, it still feels like GTA Online is just much bigger mm-hmm. like, and better it's more fun man like i'm still so, playing gta online com- yeah compared so, to i haven't touched red dead since i like mm-hmm. basically finished it you know me either i played a little bit of red dead online i did have fun with it it mm-hmm. was just still while it was in its beta so i haven't touched mm-hmm. it since it's gone out of beta so maybe i should jump back in and try it again a couple of my friends say that they do have fun with it here and there um but it's just unfortunate that it hasn't found the same success that GTA Online did, especially considering all the hype surrounding just Red Dead Redemption 2 as a game. So it's surprising, but uh, hopefully the PC release does breathe new life into the game and people jumping online, getting on the servers and everything on PC will uh, will create a new value for the game. Mm-hmm. I, I think where the, the online fell short was uh, you, if you have like a crew of three, of three other people to play with and they're there to play all the time, you're going to have a great time on yeah. the online. Yeah. But if yeah. you don't, it's, it's a struggle. Whereas with GTA Online, you, you technically don't even – you can make a friend in like two minutes on GTA Online. You just get thrown into the matchmaking. So it's, it's a lot more quicker. It's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, and then once again, like getting around is easier. Like getting from one yeah. point of the map to the other point in, in, in a car as opposed to a horse. Yeah, the time period yeah. definitely doesn't help. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, so if you do pre-order, I mean, the bonuses aren't just like, oh, hey, here's an extra skin or extra horse or whatever. They're like giving you two. You can pick basically two free PC titles, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, San Andreas, Bully, oh, wow. L.A. Noir, and Max Payne 3. So you can pick mm. two out of those I rec- list. Yeah, I recommend San Andreas oh. and Max Payne 3. So if you've never played those games before or you want to play them again and you you buy Red Dead 2 and then you go with, uh, you know, one of these, don't, that's don't a pretty they, good don't, deal. Don't they also give you some starting, like, credits for the game, like some money and things like that? Uh, yeah. I, I think mean, they give you some starting well, stats Well, they give well. you... Uh, War Horse, Treasure Map, Cash Bonus, and 50 Gold Bars for Red Dead Online. Oh, online. That's what it was. Yes. Speaking of launches, while we're on this topic, do you do you think uh, Steam is starting to feel it yet? Feel the, They've f- got feel to. Feel the hurt? They have They've to, got right? To. I mean, yeah. at some point, they're going to have to reduce their revenue. Uh, I mean, 70 uh, 30 again, is though, I don't big. know, Dennis, because Steam is such a juggernaut, and they they're like a billion-dollar company. I feel like no matter what the blowback is and no matter what Epic Games and their launcher does, it it won't make any impact on Steam for, for such a long time, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel there's that. definitely an effect there. There's definitely something happening with the Epic Games launcher. I mean, look at the sales of Borderlands 3. All the people complaining and yelling about it being on Epic Games Store, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. 
the game still sold like hotcakes on the Epic Still Game don't Store. know why they were complaining. Because because at the end of the day, it's a vocal minority of people who are who are out there screaming about the Epic Game Store. That's that's all it is yeah. at the end of the I day. I downloaded it from a different store. Yeah, I know. Two hundred megabytes couple, wasted. You click your mouse a couple extra times. So so there there is a blowback there though because yes, the Epic Game Store does provide a little more value to the developers to have their games being sold exclusively on their launcher. But I feel like it doesn't make any effect to Steam because at the end mm. of the day, they're still a billion-dollar company. Well, like you like, said, they're a juggernaut. It's, it's a household name. Like I, I think yeah, of – I so. personally, not to get into the Apple-Samsung mm. argument I, or Apple-Android argument, I hate all Apple products mm-hmm. except for, except for the, 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 the iMac, the new, the new iMacs. They're, those are nice. But I well, – I, I am an iPhone user, Josh. So. Well, we're, we're gonna, <laughs> we can talk about that on Apex. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where it, it doesn't matter – once you're a household name, you're a household name. Like you can, you can like excuse my French here. You can fuck up a lot, and people are still gonna know you, and they're still yeah. gonna end up using you. You know. But I mean? yeah. if you keep fucking up, that's when things start turning. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's when people jump from whatever they're using. But they got so much in the works. I mean, aren't they aren't they more focused now on their VR headset than anything else? I mean, plus, that's a... plus as long as sorry to cut you off, Dennis, no, but as ahead. long as these games still end up on Steam. I feel like it doesn't hurt them in the end. As True. long as Red Dead Redemption 2 in December, I can go buy it on Steam. I feel like most people are, are not going to care. As long as the know? Steam sales are there, people, yeah. people are going to be coming to the Steam sales. I, I'm, yeah. I'm still using Steam for Steam sales. I can't lie. Yeah, I mean, for oh, yeah. me, you know, I guess, you know, I don't care if I'm buying from the Steam store or the Epic store. <laughs> it's still, it make, like I, you said, it makes care, no difference. I care about, you know, what the price is and, you know. When it's released also matters too, right? Yeah. Like, for example, let's say I never played Red Dead 2 and I wanted to and I didn't own a console and I don't play on my PC. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm getting on the Rockstar launcher or the Epic – whatever's coming out first. Exactly, wherever you can get it first, yeah. Because yeah. so, you're excited. You want to play it, of course. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not waiting two, three months to, mm. to do it on Steam. I mean, yeah, in, in, in that essence, of course, just hop on the first launcher, get the game as soon as it's available – but in in the long run, when you're looking at playing games from like five six years ago, just for fun, it's it's still probably going to be better to look at Steam, you know. Just well, for, yeah, just they have the a sales. bigger catalog. They have bigger bigger catalog. Yeah, and like they got like you can like get some amazing stuff for like three bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, mean, remember, I remember I bought Bioshock Infinite like maybe only like a year after its release for seven dollars on Steam. I was very happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that topic. Uh, next one we've got. Bungie, they will finally release a non-Destiny <laughs> game by 2025. When I saw this, like, 2025, like... There's still like, a whole lot more Destiny yeah, to come. That far ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, that's a long time. I mean, the console... Um, the console said, uh, you know, the new ones are coming out next year, supposedly. Um, yeah. So that's... Hit next year, twenty twenty. That's five years into the cycle of this next one. Mm-hmm. So of the next generation, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, their their main like their main goal as as I think it's a little optimistic, but you know they can pull it off. Their main goal is to become a behemoth of a of a game company producing more than just you know Destiny, which I I mean obviously is is a smart idea. But like you said, twenty by twenty twenty five. So it's like, how much more Destiny two are we gonna get? Or I guess Destiny three is gonna be on the next console, you know? Yep. yep. And then and then well, how, how many years are they gonna put into that afterwards? Because they have to. They like 
Well, I'd imagine they probably still keep up the Destiny franchise even while they're working on other games, but they're going to have to sure. hire a lot more people, possibly buy some smaller companies. We'll see. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So Destiny 1 came out September 2014, and I don't remember if it was someone at Bungie or Activision, but somebody who was working on the game said essentially that Destiny is a 10-year plan. And I remember that's, that, yeah. That's the idea, and mm. they're, they're halfway into it. If they get to that 10 years, that's 2024. They got a year to release a new game. So I feel like that's pressure. this <laughs> does make sense. I feel like they, they are going to release a new game by that time. I think they're definitely going to hold up to that promise, but... You just—it's so hard to deny the success that Destiny has brought them, and and this oh, game yeah. is such an anomaly. It it essentially invented, or maybe not necessarily invented, but popularized or kind of mainstreamed the games as a service model, and and, 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 and FPS MMOs in general. Yes, yes, and against all odds, it did that. Destiny One comes out mediocre reviews mm-hmm. nobody's really loving the game the content really isn't there for even the people that are playing the game but for some reason it ends up on top then they release these major expansions each and every oh, yeah. year or a couple of months apart and people are still playing this game and it ends up getting this cult following that sort of reminds me of rainbow six siege mm-hmm. where that game came out to these lukewarm reviews and then for some reason everyone just kept playing the game i think um, i think they hit gold with it was on destiny because i i hated the first destiny but yeah. i think it was the third or fourth expansion like something heart of iron or like when they added the actual like yeah. the, the melee weapons man, they hit gold man like from that point yeah. onwards and like just literally from that point onwards it's just been an, like uphill i love destiny 2 uh i i didn't pick it up when it came out i got it for free it was a uh, it was free on the ps uh, on it's free to play now it's, it, it's yeah i was gonna say i get I, as soon as it became free to play i played I, I i got that got myself into it got the the expansions it's just a fun game you know like even yeah. even without friends like i can spend hours grinding i love looter uh, looter shooters as well you know and then having that like massive online uh social aspect to it that's mm-hmm. it's awesome yes. yeah yeah, yeah, so it just it just there's something about this game that just worked and obviously so they just released their latest expansion, it's Shadow Keep. You can mm. go back to the moon. Now the game is free to play. Not the entire game, but the the base game the ba- from without, when it yeah, first came out. Without is any expansions, yeah. Yeah. So which which I think is great. I think that's awesome. Bungie obviously has split from Activision now and have become independent. And granted, uh, if I were to give a short review for Shadow Keep, I think it's not the greatest expansion. The story is very short. Mm. It's super short-lived, but there's a lot of interesting ideas there. And I guess the whole idea of it being games as a service is they're planning to continue to add these new features, new game modes, new things to do throughout the coming months to let this expansion not just be a, it released today, all the content is there, go out and play it. Although I do feel that that should be to an extent what an expansion should be like. But what they tried to do here this time is they released the expansion. And like here, there's a little bit of story content. Then you can get ready for the raid, which came out today, I believe. Um, and then after that, these next coming weeks, we're going to add new game modes, new new quests, new weapons for you to go out and obtain. So I think there's something about Destiny where I don't know how Bungie did it. I don't know how they continue to do it. But they've just struck the ultimate gold mine, And it has this insane cult following. It's to the point where every major expansion that has been released for the game, whether it's through Destiny 1 and now with Destiny 2, the servers have crashed. Mm. And that's just, oh, wow. that's just, that's no joke. That just means the amount of traffic that gets thrown at this game, each and every major release, is overwhelming. And granted, I don't know how Bungie hasn't gotten it together and avoided stuff like this now, but the fact that it's happening must mean that there are a lot of people playing this game still, and that blows my mind. 
you know, we're five years into this 10 year plan for destiny and it's still just as big as it was two, three, four years ago, which, which honestly, that's crazy. Yeah. The, um, the, the free to play aspect of it was that, 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 so many people that I know mm-hmm. that never wanted to play the game. They were like, ah, oh, it's free. I'll try it out. And became yeah. diehard fans after like the first day of playing it for free. They're like, this is fucking yeah. awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I personally, for me, the thing that I enjoy the most about Destiny is it has like some platformer like uh, parts in it, if mm-hmm. you will, with the raids and stuff. Like I really enjoy that, like the kind of a uh, hopping around, trying to solve the puzzles. Like uh, that was really fun as well. I enjoyed those yeah. uh, those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if they're gonna plan to release a new game by 2025, I have full trust in Bungie. They're the guys behind Halo. They're the guys behind Destiny. Whether you like the game or not. You have to appreciate its success and respect the amount of success that Bungie found with that franchise. So whatever they do seems to work. They're right up there, or at least they could be up there with this next game that they might have planned with like a rock star in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, the, the, the sheer popularity of a developer. So yeah. I look forward but, to whatever they got planned. But we're assuming they're, they're going to release a Destiny 3 between now and 2025, right? I mean, yes. on, on the next console, they have to, yeah. 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 Um, I'm assuming... I'm assuming now will be the last be Destiny game. game for a while. Not that it's mm-hmm. gone forever, but, yeah, but for, for a while. And then, while, then yeah. they'll launch, launch a... It actually kind of reminds me of old school uh, Blizzard. Because old school mm, Blizzard yeah. was like, hey, we make one game, takes a while, and then people get super addicted... Like uh, StarCraft, WarCraft, mm-hmm. World of WarCraft, mm-hmm. and then they just mine that franchise with expansion packs exactly, over yeah. and over and over. I, and sp- look at World of Warcraft specifically. Like, holy crap, man! That's uh, that's 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 a game where I knew people who are playing it like way back in the in the two thousands, and then like they don't play the game for years, and then a new expansion comes out, and they're like, oh, time to get back into it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I, the real question, I guess, at this point in time is, and we can only speculate, but what do you guys think will be the next game? Do you think they're going to stick to first-person shooters? I mean, they're, I mean, they're great at it. It's Bungie. Yeah, I, I assume mean, so. Yeah, I assume I so. that's their bread and butter. If, if, they got, if they have Halo and now Destiny under their belt. Mm. Yeah. But what are they going to do differently? Because Destiny was an have, MMO yeah. version of a of a FPS which was you know, different I, I, I than Halo think, I think they're going to add some RPG characteristics to it go like for an FPS I mean there's loads of FPS RPG games mm-hmm. out there now uh, especially with, uh, with Borderlands mm-hmm. but I don't know I can I can kind of see them going for that FPS RPG or who knows maybe they're going to throw like a spanner in the works and go in a completely opposite direction because I can still see them doing this whole sci-fi fantasy kind of game yes. mm-hmm. first person shooter stuff but who knows maybe they decide to go in the complete opposite direction you know we'll mm-hmm. see no, we can. Yeah, we can only be sitting at this table in 2025 and talking about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's just crazy. Just because some, <laughs> some, you know, some places are like they jump from game to game to game or whatever, and they're just like ten years. This one, I mean, think about Halo. Before they let uh, Microsoft take over the reins, there was a ton of Halo games, and that was like the only thing they they worked on. True. Yeah, they specialized it. Once again, if it if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know. Yeah. Pump out what we know we're good at. Yeah. Because they did, what, Halo 1, 2, 3, uh, ODST. And then Reach. And Reach. Yeah. yeah. And then they handed it over. So a lot of years. Um, yep. All right. The last one is uh, Avengers. A yeah. new Avengers game, but it's not really a game. <laughs> it's uh, it's called Avengers Damage Control VR, and it's for the Void VR, it's which a cinematic experience, which I've talked about before because we've we've done the Wreck It Ralph breaks VR, and we also did the Star Wars uh, Secrets of Empire, 
There was it, a Wrecked Ralph VR game. Yeah, there was, but it, it was at the Void. Like, it, so if people weren't familiar with the Void, the Void is one of those places that you go to at a mall or somewhere. It's like oh, an experiential oh, uh, VR where it's like you're not buying it for your headset. It's not on the Oculus Quest. It's or an Rift. experience you go to experience. Yeah, you put okay, on yeah. a backpack and a whole thing, and then you can pick up a like. It's like a whole like map. Well, not a map, but like a little like maze of room or whatever. It was like specifically des- designed for that area or well that, yeah. that layout. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Okay, so I'm starting to understand. Yeah, so we did that for for Star Wars: Secret of the Empire. It's very cool, which is funny because that game en- ended up being basically a prequel, or that experience ended up being a prequel to the, the Vader, Vader, game? Vader Immortal game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same company, I- okay. ILM X Lab. And so now they're doing one for the Marvel Universe. Uh, it's called Avengers Damage Control. I think this one has like these Iron Man suits that Shuri has created or worked on. And then uh, you go in there. It's it's uh, always like up to four players at a time. Well, that's cool. And you go in there together. And it's just cool because you can voice chat with each other as you're playing. And it's team-oriented but also competitive at the same time. Who can get the higher score? Who's the better Iron Man? Yeah, essentially. it's very cool. So the teaser trailer came out. The teaser trailer didn't have that much to it. You know, a lot of close-up shots and and whatnot. Um, but it's just a, one of those cool things. And and we actually uh, here at Collider are going to go check it out. Yeah, they have a press Sweet. day thing. I can't for wait it. to hear what you guys have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where you know how we're big on VR here and um, mm-hmm. experiencing something cool like. That'd, like be, that'd that. be really cool. There's, I mean, they got quite a few of the the cast members in there, don't, don't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I, uh, I'd have to take a look at the press release. I'm sure they do. Because I was reading up on it earlier this week, and I think there's at least like it looks like it's very four... Black Panther centric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's the sure. trailer showed like these Iron Man armors, but hmm. made out of like Wakandan tech. Yeah, so. yeah. Let me yeah. D- read that. Uh, yeah, I remember that... reading earlier on this week somewhere that uh, they're going to have. Well, I guess essentially cameos from. Uh, I, I would hope that they would use the the actual cast members. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Letitia Wright shows up in the trailer, so I'm assuming maybe that's going to be the case. I don't know. Probably, this, yeah. And it sounds pretty cool, though. It sounds like a fun experience. I know that they were. I know that they were. From what I was reading, I know that they were looking at trying to add one more person from the the MCU. Mm. Yeah. So Shuri is testing her latest prototype design. Uh, emergency response suits created with a proprietary blend of Wakanda and Stark Industries technology. Okay. So, yeah, and then fans will fight side-by-side with Avengers like Doctor Strange. There we go. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And so they'll be cool. doing the voices. I mean, these these experiences are generally about 10 to 15 minutes long. Um you know, so you're not asking these actors to do, like, a ton of stuff, right? Yeah. They go in a booth. I'm pretty sure within an hour they can finish everything oh, they need to do. Easily. I, I recently went to Disneyland and uh-huh. I, did, I did the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy like drop thing that they do. And I would imagine that was actually really cool because they had the whole cast there from the Guardians of the Galaxy do like a special video like kind of experience just for the ride. But I'd imagine that probably took them a day. You know what I mean? Like uh, they're, they're great actors. They can they can pull it yeah. off easily. Yeah. Yeah. So – Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, I, got, I got the cast and crew here if you guys want to hear it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got uh, Trevor Trevor Duvall doing the voice for Rocket Raccoon, Laura Bailey for Captain Marvel. 
Nice. Uh, ooh, Fred, uh, Fred, I can't finish his last name. <laughs> Fred Tatassi uh, for Hulk. Uh, Jason Spisak for Deadpool. Oh, they got Deadpool in this. That's going to be interesting. Uh, they got Ronan, um, Friday, Thor, Crystal, Loki, Star-Lord, Spider-Man, Venom, Doctor Strange, and then Groot. Uh, yeah, they got. Looks like they got quite a. This is from the IMDb um, video game page. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're going to have quite a few characters in there. That looks cool. like fun. Cool. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, what are you guys playing right now? Apex. Apex. You're playing oh, yeah. a lot of season three map. Yesterday map. Playing, yeah, playing a lot of it yesterday, man. I was I was loving that. Um, other than that, well, yeah. This week, this week specifically, I've just been playing Apex. Mm-hmm. That's that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been I've been, uh, I've been back into Destiny 2 because of the new expansion. Okay. Checking out all the new stuff that's there. And uh, and then besides that, I'm gearing up for Terminator next week for Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they've been releasing those uh, videos of Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, the T-800. Oh, yeah, I, was, I can't wait. That's going to be exciting, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been playing a little oh. bit of Apex, but then mostly I'm trying to finish Control. I'm like at the very end of Control. I was gonna say you've been on that for a while, yeah. Yeah, because I you need know. to get that. I really need. It. it looks so good. Like it just looks like a yes. visual feast. It is. Mm-hmm. It's oh. a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, oh. Yeah, other games I've been playing now, now that it just dawned on me was uh, my friend just got his old PlayStation Two, and we've just been like plowing through PlayStation Two games this mm-hmm. past week. Oh, um, nice. Uh, like I've been playing a lot of uh, Sled Storm. Don't know if you got any anybody remembers that game. It's like this. Uh, you're, you're, you're in a, it's like a snowmobile, but you're doing uh, you're racing and doing tricks essentially. Hmm. It's like a SSX Tricky, could have been made by the same people. I'm not too oh. sure. Yeah, I remember SSX Tricky. Oh man, I I love that game series. I'm so bummed that they they never uh, continued with that. That would have been cool. Well, I guess there's Steep. Steep's quite fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for joining us and listening to us. Uh, Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki, and you guys can get me on uh, Twitch at josh underscore toki. Caboose? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cabooseek. And you guys can find me on Twitter at thinkhero, Instagram, dennis.tzng, and make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Games. Subscribe to the Collider Factory podcast feed, and you'll see us there every single week. Until next time, see you guys later. See ya. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.